Welcome back hey. to Giggle and Grind. <laughs> it's a new episode. Yes. Um, in an interesting time. <laughs> a lot a lot has happened. Um yes. and we're gonna talk a little bit about it today and about the movement. And if you feel uncomfortable talking about this, you should definitely stay, you fucking racist. Whoa! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna come in real strong on this because I have strong opinions. So Whoa, if no. you're if you have if you have opinions on this and you feel very uncomfortable talking about this, then you should definitely stay and listen and maybe get a little bit of an education. Oh my god. Um. Okay. No. Maybe I'm being a little harsh. Kind of. A little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Here we go. Here's my real opinion. Yes. If this is uncomfortable to you, because especially if you're white. And you don't know what's going on and you don't know how to think and you don't know what to say and what to believe. Just hang in. Markle, Mark is going to explain some Mark, of it and we're going to try to I walk thought, through it. I thought we were, we're both going to. We're going to explain it. <laughs> fine, fine. We're both going to walk through it. But I don't want to like be like, I know what black people want because I don't. So, um, But we're going to sit here and we're going to get a little educated and we're going to talk about how um, we believe that companies should be responding to this um to this whole situation and yes. i call it a situation i don't i don't know what to call it protests riots i don't i don't know i don't know what to call it i listen um, so, i don't okay. want to call it a situation i'm not trying to like downplay. go away from it you know yeah. yeah i'm not trying to downplay it but the I revolution i don't know the revolution movement? we'll see okay the movement the movement sounds good yeah um so the movement uh yeah so we're gonna talk about that and we're gonna kind of figure it out but if you are uncomfortable with it it's okay Mm -hmm. it can be a little bit uncomfortable especially if you're not used to talking about racial issues and Mm -hmm. you know your own white fragility although i feel like that's a i don't know that can be a that's a weird thing to say to someone i think that's a weird way to put it you think it's kind of icky (laughs) yeah white fragility like that's that's such a pc version of saying like you're a puss whoa and we're not using those terms i didn't say the whole word first of all okay first of all (laughs) let's start out with this disclaimer i do not speak and i can only this is the disclaimer from mark rankin these are opinions i do not speak for the entire (laughs) african-american community that's number one secondly these are my these are my this is based on my understanding of american culture s- the system systemic racism and the just the entire ecosystem that we are all operating in um i don't know i don't understand all of it because like i'm not that smart so i don't know the ins and out and then even with history and culture like the more you study the more you realize that you don't know so for me, I feel like it's very, very important to put out there that I am not an authority on this issue. So I cannot speak to like all of its int- intricacies. Um, and I haven't devoted my life to studying culture and um, ethnic relations in the United States. So let's just start there. Um, but I do if you have want eyes. actual factual information by but wait, someone. But who, I have eyes. Who is educated? Hold on, hold on. If you want facts, I love that you interrupted my educated, own disclaimer. It's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt you. Okay. If you want actual factual information, um, go ahead and watch the uh, Obama town hall that happened uh, 
well, yesterday for Mark and I, but a week ago for you guys. Wait, um, so keep aside a week ago? No, the episode's coming oh, out in a week. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, but you see, like, this is why yeah, I'm saying some, I can't speak for, like, you yeah. know. <laughs> some people saw the live stream that happened yesterday, a week prior to it happening. <laughs> um, but, yeah, go watch that. You can go to Obama.org and uh, get a lot of information there and hear kind of what obama's plans were and what he was implementing and then like some of the changes that he's doing right now and helping communities um get out of that like system of systemic racism so yeah check that out he had a whole panel of very very well educated people senators um uh, a lot of officials from the white house people who are actually in the cause so go over there for some factual information (laughs) mark continue your disclaimer (laughs) god um so yeah like it's it's a very 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 complicated topic like race relations is like just very very complex and it 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 has just fucking too many sides so i cannot speak to the whole thing um but just understand that I have eyes and everyone else has eyes and the world is watching and we're, we're, we're in rough shape. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And if you're racist, maybe just stay and watch this. <laughs> listen to this. I mean, you're not watching, but listen to this. Um, and try not to bring your own opinions to it. Cause you're <laughs> wrong. And I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Objectively you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> listen i love that you're like the you're like the um uh how do you, you you're the the militant one <laughs> of the two of us. that's amazing no i mean it, it, listen if you're if you're racist in this day and age like you're objectively incorrect <laughs> i ha- one of and my, i can say that factually one of my friends like she's also caucasian she goes if you say all life all lives matter, just understand that I'm blocking you and dropping you as my friend. <laughs> I don't see no. I don't think that's a good thing to do. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I just tell you what I don't she ag- said. No, I'm telling you. I think that's wrong. And no, you should not block people who are saying that to you. Those are just ignorant people. You need to spend time trying to educate them or if they're like as mark says if they're over the age of 30 or 35 they're cooked and you might as well just tell them to go fuck themselves but if they're under that (laughs) (laughs) but if like the point here is those people who are saying all lives matter and you think aren't racist people like or aren't trying to be racist help them understand rather than just like kicking them out of your life because then they just they just reinforce their own opinions yeah so you need to be there and try to help them understand what's going on rather than being like ah fuck you yeah absolutely i agree with that yeah oh my god because like if you feel smart like oh look at me i'm so smart like telling people i'm so woke i'm so this like Mm -hmm. you're a piece of shit too because it doesn't matter if you're woke you need other people to be woke that's like you're not the issue the other people are therefore you need to try to help them and help them understand (laughs) <laughs> that's very true that is very You're not very woke true. enough bitch <laughs> so let's open the discussion stuff so where do you want to start do you want to start by talking about what is happening do you want to take it from the perspective of us as business owners and entrepreneur with i think everybody knows what's happening okay do you want to say what um, your thoughts are on what's happening 
I wanna I wanna start. Um yeah, sure. No, go ahead. I, Wherever you wanna start, I'll follow you. I wanna state my opinion, I guess. Okay. On this because I am white myself. Mm-hmm. Um and it's been interesting seeing it because I like I have a lot of white friends and this and that. It's like some of it is racism and a lot of it is ignorance. Mm-hmm. Like, <coughs> just all I want to say is just like go and educate yourself before you say anything. Yeah. Like that's it. I have a question. I, I'm not for gonna you. sit here and convince you otherwise. But go ahead. I have a question for you on that. Do you think? at a certain point it is a willful ignorance and if you are willful ignorance is there any sovereignty or like forgiveness for you um yes and yes okay um hmm. i'm going through this with my friend mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and i don't think he's not a racist person mm-hmm. to say i don't think that's he's racist mm-hmm. He has black friends, quite a few actually, and he respects one them. And he's a very nice guy. He's very caring, and he he's not like a particularly bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was getting into a like into a discussion with him because he is being willfully ignorant, and he's like sending me shit from Fox News and from other channels, and like telling me that like the things I'm sending him, like factual information from the Department of Justice and research done in cities regarding like police interactions and black people compared to white people um and he's telling me that they're biased and that they're this and they're that and he's like harping on the points that don't matter Mm. and so it's like great you can pick apart any argument because you can always like if you're creative enough you can always find a find something to say against it Mm -hmm. um so it's like he's choosing to stick with his side which is like oh the riots are happening are not good and it's like it's horrible and like that and he's like telling me that not all cops are bad and it's like that's besides the point we we all know that not all cops are bad but the problem is like it's not that not all cops are bad the problem is that the way the majority of cops see black people is that all black people are bad Mm. so it's like your your argument does not matter like it's true of course not all not all black people are bad and not all cops are bad and of course there are exceptions to that rule there are bad cops and there are bad black people just like there are bad anybody in any religion race anything mm-hmm. but the point is with him it's like he's just you know he's been fed stuff his entire life mm-hmm. and and it's like kind of plays into that like i'm not gonna say it's fully his fault because Mm -hmm. he doesn't understand what he's doing wrong and what he's saying that is wrong um and i think he does recognize that what happened was horrible but he thinks he does not like a lot of people just don't see the injustice because it doesn't affect them Mm -hmm. and then because they don't see the injustice and the problems then they they cannot comprehend why somebody would go and riot and do all these things like breaking things and and like um being violent and they cannot understand that so then they're like detached from it and like look what horrible things are going on and it's like you have not seen the actual horrible things that have happened hundreds of years and nobody listened Mm -hmm. 
and now people are saying like oh like just now like why didn't you start before like why didn't these protests and riots start before and it's like they have been and they've been peaceful before but nobody listened and clearly like and look at it now like when they were peaceful and the, over the hundreds of years that it was peaceful protests, nobody listened. And now w- a few days into a riot where things get damaged, everybody has their eyes on it. Mm-hmm. And like, look at the impact that it's made. Like when you can't like when peaceful protesting doesn't work anymore and you can't like do that, then you have, you resort to anger and to violence Yeah. when nobody listens. And also like anger is part of the grieving process. Like, what do you what do you expect you know yeah um so just educate yourself and like just because you're not exposed to it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and like that's where he like a lot of people are kind of faltering right now it's like they saw what happened to him and they're like to george floyd and they're like oh it doesn't really exist i was like a one-time thing and it's like no this happens all the time and just because he died and a lot of the other people that this sort of thing happens to didn't die doesn't mean anything like it happens all the time and it's just not seen you know so just go and educate yourself and talk to a black person and ask them about the amount of racism they've seen through their life even if they're at the same level and work the same job as you or and they're in the same community like ask them how much harder it was for them to get there compared to you yeah that's it and um, but I mean, like, let's dissect that just a little bit. Like, at where do you draw the line and say that person is racist? What is the 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 line of demarcation for you? Um, I, I if you defend racist acts, mm. which which most people don't do, mm-hmm. you know, um. A lot of people are scared and they don't know how to respond and they fear because like it's different black people are different than them so we fear what we don't know yeah um so a lot of people are scared and a lot of people are confused and and just ignorant but if you support racism and you support racist like thought processes and you see something racist happen and you're like no that wasn't racist or something like that then that's where you draw the line like Mm. that's it okay you know like that person is making a conscious conscious decision at this point. Got you. You see, like yeah. I happen to think differently mm. because I think if you are seeing what does I don't want to breathe into the mic. What does uh, like okay. So let's talk about wow. willful. Yeah, it's so much that's coming up. I feel like a, a medium, and I'm, yeah, I'm I could so I could much. hear it in your voice. Yeah, like the loading screen popped up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so, like, okay. Okay, so I I am Jamaican. And I grew up with certain things being fed to me. Like, we were taught, like, gays are bad. Like, my country's, like, super anti-gay. Um, and if you're if you're a gay person, they're like, you can get killed, you can get shot, like, you can get mobbed. Like, all this stuff happens all the time. Things are slowly getting better, but it's really, really bad. Like, you can't, like, be 
you know, like it's very, very dangerous for you to be like, I'm out, I'm gay and whatever. Um, now, when, as you grow up, you are taught this stuff and but as you grow up you reach like 18 19 20 you started you start reading you start going to college or you start exiting your you start leaving your little cul-de-sac or your own little system of thought more and you start going outside and mm -hmm. seeing what else is there in the world and as you expose yourself you start meeting different people who like buck a lot of the the things that you were taught and you're like this is not true what i was taught is not mm. true gay people aren't bad black people aren't bad white people aren't bad muslim people aren't bad girls in hijab aren't bad they're not all isis like and you start to challenge your own belief but i think it is incumbent upon each individual to go out and seek that knowledge mm -hmm. so a lot of people participate in racism by being I don't want to say complicit, but by being willfully ignorant. Like, I don't know. I don't understand where you're coming from and I have no interest in learning. And I think that is a very mild form of racism just because, like, you know that it's wrong and you're choosing to sit in it. I don't know if people know that it's wrong. Steph, at a certain point, you know, like, you're taught that you're better than black people, stay away from black people because they're savages, they're this, they're that. Intrinsically, you know it's not true. Because you see good, decent black people being showcased. Your president was black, Oprah is black, LeBron is black, there's certain, Beyonce is black, there's certain people out there who are living at a very, very high level, and they're not savages. But then you don't feel the need to seek knowledge and by not doing that you perpetuate that same you know type of thought process yeah I, that's what i think because like, i agree i uh, uh, my friend came to me and he was saying like um he is now a part of this organization that is all about like bettering yourself and like improving and you know just being honest with your self-evaluation and being a part of a, a mentorship team and he said he met this young woman and like this white girl and she's from wisconsin and she lives in madison wisconsin now madison is the most progressive diverse town in Wisconsin because you can talk about places mm -hmm. like Green Bay and Oshkosh and Nina and that shit is crazy but but yeah. uh, but um Madison is where you have like all the big universities and it's like super diverse people from all over the country are there and when the whole the whole riots and stuff like that came out this girl reached out to my friend and she was saying you know I was taught to hate black people or taught to fear black people I was taught like all this stuff and what she was like crying and she was really pouring out her heart to him and saying like you know she really didn't know and she didn't this and she didn't that and whatever and i said to my friend how old is this girl he said mm, minimum 27 maximum 30 so she's like a fully formed woman i said mm -hmm. as you open your circle more as a african-american man you're going to learn more or more people like this woman are going to tell you these same things. And I'm saying be vigilant of this stuff that you don't become an apologist for these people because like 
I believe that there comes a certain point because especially since she lived in Madison, like, come on, if you live in Madison, like you have opportunities to talk to people who are different than you. You're choosing to stay isolated and not educate yourself. And I was saying to him that it is incumbent upon these people, upon all of us to go out of our way to reach over that divide. And, and I was saying to him, like you too, do you have any trans friends? Do you have gay friends outside of me? Do you have friends, Muslim friends, Hindu friends? Do you have Asian friends? Like, are you opening yourself so that you can bridge that gap that we've built around ourselves? And he was like, man, that's so true. So I was like, yeah, you know, you want to, you understand where she's coming from, but understand that she's like subconsciously and I don't know the word, but like passively participating in a racist ecosystem or a racist system. Mm -hmm. And that's where I stand on that. What about this though? Because I agree with you, but... You know, sometimes you don't know you have a problem until you get a therapist. Sure. Um, and sometimes people don't even... Th- I think it's very similar. Mm. I don't think a lot of people even realize that they're racist until it's brought to their attention. And they're not even doing it on purpose. Hmm. Hmm. So, like, moments like these is, like, people who are open and people who don't want to be racist or who don't want to be like that. And then they don't even realize, like, they don't, unlike you, Mark, most people are not like you where or like me where they're like, okay, I don't have any gay friends. I don't have any black friends. I don't have any trans friends. I don't have anybody like this or like that. Uh-huh. I should surround myself with those people to understand them. Uh-huh. They don't even have those thoughts. Yeah. Their thought is, like, I'm living my life. Yeah. So... It's you have a very different point of view and most people don't think like you. So it's not until it is brought to their attention like, oh, fuck, I really don't have any black friends. I don't have anybody like this. It's not that they were never willing to open up or to try. It's just that they were not even aware that that possibility existed mm. or that they had that problem. I, You know, I, I want to challenge that. I think maybe we can discuss that a little bit. Um I'm not saying also I'm not saying that they're completely like, you know, free of of any wrongdoing either. Right. You know, but you're saying like a lot of the times until the issue comes up, like we did, we didn't even realize that we were a part of it. Right. Yeah. But so this is sometimes, sometimes not all the time. No, no, no. I'm not challenging you because I could very much be wrong, too. You know, I really want to get to this. and, And it's so beautiful that I'm black, you're white, I'm an immigrant and you're like fully American. Well, you're Romanian. So your your parents are immigrants. Like you're directly yeah, you know, first generation American. So you and you go back and forth, you speak the language, so you really understand from like a different perspective. Yeah. So this is good. Um but what I'm saying is that it is not news that there's a divide between black and white. I don't think we needed the riots to show how bad it was. And police brutality, like whether you want to say, I've never experienced it personally, yes or no, we know that it's been a problem. That's not news either. The news is... I agree. The news is how angry people got. How angry 
it it has gotten because like no one cares. It's like you're killing me and nobody gives a fuck. That is what has bubbled I, over into the street. Here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing, Mark. Yeah. I think also like I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's not news. But it also wasn't in anybody's face. Because you, don't you have think to remember so? No, social media is an echo chamber. Yeah. You are surrounded by the people and the things that you see on social media are all I know that was a run on sentence, I'm sorry. <laughs> was was all it was like two thoughts put together. I was like trying to change my wording. Um Your mouth is too slow for your mind, Steph. Your mind is too yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um Wait, that's why so, we need Elon Musk to do that. Yeah, I was gonna say. Anyways, no, okay. we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> this is not the time. Steph doesn't want to <laughs> talk anymore. He's like, we'll interlink. Yeah, right. Just just send me it. Just send DM me. Just DM me in my mind. <laughs> yeah, DM me your entire emotion. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep it light, Airdrop. Steph. We don't want to be like yeah. the fucking. Yeah. Let's you know. Let's, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> airdrop me that feeling. Ooh, I can airdrop uh, you this feeling. My God, I'd like a woman to airdrop me what an orgasm feels like. Oh my God, can I tell them. you something? I watched the orgasm thing last night on Explained. Crazy, crazy. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, and then childbirth too. Like airdrop me childbirth. Well, eh, mm. I don't know. <laughs> There's a thing that you can wear. It's like, and it electrocutes you. No, like the I know. I'm scared. I'm scared. Anyways, no, hold on. We're in the middle of a thought. I'm gonna okay. lose it. Okay. Social media is an echo chamber of the things that you want to see right mm-hmm. so if you're a republican you will see only republican things on True. your social media nothing True. challenging that True. right because if you saw things that challenge your point of view then there'd be no reason for you to continue scrolling through social mm-hmm. media therefore companies would not make money off ads so everything you see on social media is curated specifically for you even down to the ads you see is specifically curated for the things you think about and want and are using so the problem with that is that like i'm not gonna say it's a problem but the thing with that is that like even though it was very clear and you might have heard about it here or there and that like a lot of the time you only heard about it when it was recorded on video or like there was blatant proof of police brutality Uh right and then you saw it for a little bit you saw it just like that one clip and then people talking about it for a little while and then like one peaceful protest Uh and then you never saw it again right because it hit the big news and then the moves the news continued on like it just moved on so then you never saw that and then the politicians that are enacting laws and controlling the police force and everything like that they never saw it either because their social medias are curated for the things that they're interested in and unless they're black and activists they're not going to see anything more than that Mm, right they're not mm going to see any more than just the biggest news which is like okay one black person like a lot of white people i think it's like their point of view of police brutality is like oh one black person in this video that i see you know once every one or two years gets killed by the police and like that's not right but it doesn't happen very often Mm -hmm. so the issue is much smaller with these riots and with these protests everything compounded with the killings of those three people george floyd and the trans man and then the girl i I can't quite remember their full names right now i'm sorry um but that all compounded 
And then along with Corona, everybody was stuck inside and they were seeing a bunch of media and everybody was just consuming media all the time. It all came out and everybody like rushed out and it's like, and then people started to see and like share more videos and more things like, oh shit, it had like three or four different things happened in one, like a few days of each other. Mm -hmm. And then the riots happened and then white people went out to the riots to support. Mm -hmm. And then they were getting, and then they were getting beat up by the police and getting fucking put in handcuffs and taken to jail. And then now it's like so, so obvious you know we see so much more of it now in our social media it's like forced into our faces that's why it's so important to share yeah so like the more is shared the more is that's like it's flooding social media with blackout tuesday and all that which i think a lot of people got actually the wrong idea about which is like oh um oh my god that's so funny i actually just got a message um because i was signed up to all these different um things like i was signing protests and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so update all cops are charged in george floyd's murder this is a step towards justice okay well they're all charged but they haven't been convicted which means nothing yet Mm -hmm. but hopefully they do and hopefully everything will be good but here's the thing um like because now it's so obvious people are seeing it and they're realizing like and then there's like all this stuff like people are sharing like hey this is like check your own white fragility and people Mm -hmm. for once are thinking about it they're sitting with themselves and they're like oh shit like i did some of these things and then now they're realizing and they're coming to grips with it and they feel really bad because nobody ever nobody wants that like not i'm not gonna say nobody but (laughs) most people are not like inherently racist even though they were adding to the systematic racism and the unconscious racial biases that they had But now they're coming to light and there's so much of it in the media. People are realizing it and like they're looking at themselves and they're like, oh, my God, I was a part of the problem. Now I can start to solve it. And now the reason there's some change happening, like de Blasio and a lot of other people are signing bills and legislation um, because there's so much happening in the news and it's so relevant. And it's like now senators and congress people and all these other things are all seeing it in their social media feeds mm-hmm. so the the impact is much greater um because it's so much more obvious and it's like now we're seeing things that is outside of our echo like our echo chamber our little like pod of security of our yeah. social of like what we see on social media and then like and then what's helping it even more is the fact that there's so much racist things coming out now on social media and and then the racist shit is also people are seeing the racist shit now and they're like oh my god like i didn't know like racism was so like i didn't know people even thought like this anymore or like (laughs) consciously thought like this anymore so because of this it's like it all came together at the right time in the right way and it's very obvious now so people are like i'm so sorry like i didn't know i was this way and i am now need i now need to change Mm. that's that's my opinion on that because like yes i agree it's always been around but i don't think a lot of people have seen it it's not it hasn't been nearly as as obvious and as um as pertinent as it is now Mm. yeah that's my opinion. very 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 well said but I don't know. I just I just cannot absolve people. I mean, I just even if people don't want to admit it, like we all are very 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 aware of our privilege. 
like you can't say like joe rogan said something one time and i never forgot this he because you know he's big with like the ufc and like wrestling or whatever and um mma mma ufc and mma and he's i forgot who the fighter was but the guy was like massive and joe rogan is like not a tall guy he's huge he's like a fucking tank but he's like short he's like five nine five ten um and he said he was in the green room and some fighter came in who was like six four six five and he was like big like that guy was like a fucking big dude and he said in that moment he understood what women go through like in their daily lives because he said he looked at that guy and he thought to himself if this person wanted to fuck me up there's nothing i could do because he's literally twice my size and he's skillful so yeah i think at a certain point in our lives we see the stark difference that highlights Mm. our privilege whether you want to admit it or not and we all go through this multiple times in our lifetimes like where we see it we're like holy shit i never have to worry about going through that because of x y or z Mm -hmm. or like that that set of problems or that set of circumstances which are difficult unfair unjust are are like specific to that one individual or that one group that i'm not a part of and because of this you can't say oh i had no idea or like i didn't know how crazy it was because your life life everyday life will teach you like you have you're walking with your black friends and you all get pulled over and the police is harassing the black person in the back who's not even driving most white people who have black friends will have some variation of that story like they really targeted my black friend even though i was at fault or even though i was just as involved so when people mm-hmm. say like oh my god it all came to the fore right now it's not true i just have a very difficult time believing it because like we've all seen it it's just like every man has seen where like women are treated differently in the society for being liberal with sex while men are not we've all seen this yeah. you know you can't say oh my god i never knew how hard it was for a woman that's not true because no man no, is called mark, a slut. mark but here's the thing though what if you don't know what to look for then you won't see it mm, no but it's, if it's, it's like, in front no, of you mark mark here's here's an example and i'm not saying it's right and i'm not saying you should forgive anybody it's the way you feel and i'm not gonna tell you what's right or wrong but here's what i see what i see and maybe this will add a little bit of like i don't know context okay. to what i feel which is imagine okay you're in the woods it's mm-hmm. you and then it's bear grills next to you okay right you go and you're hungry bear you're grills is this out outdoors you, man by the way yeah it, it, or like a survivalist somebody who knows what they're doing outside right and you go out into the forest and you're like um la di da di da whatever right mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're looking for so some things like you could go and pick up a plant or a berry and you're like oh my god look i found cherries or blueberries or whatever and then you eat it and then you fucking die mm-hmm. <laughs> and bear girls is like looking around like 
this is obvious like look at this like obviously clearly this is poisonous clearly this is bad for you Mm -hmm. like look at all the signs it's all there right like the leaves are pointy there are spikes all over it like it's clearly a poisonous plant Mm -hmm. but you not knowing better not having experience not having um insight not having um anything any like point of reference you go and you're like oh it's a berry it looks kind of like a blueberry (laughs) so i'm gonna grab it and eat it yeah I think it's a similar thing with racism and stuff. It's like if you're uneducated, if you haven't been exposed to it, you don't even know what to look for. You don't even know what you're seeing, what you're looking at, because one person's point of view is completely different from yours. And it's it's back to that thing where it's like the world is seen through everybody's eyes differently. Like we all there's like seven billion different worlds because everybody sees it differently. So. The way you understand that you, the way you take in the information around you is different from other people. And if you've been raised to take in information a certain way and you've been raised to think like, oh, this is how black people are treated by the police. You're like, there's nothing different here. Therefore, it's not racism and it's not out of the norm. So you don't even see it. It's like looking at a blueberry or a mushroom or like, you know, a fish or something. And you're like, oh, that's not poisonous. So I think that is where willful ignorance comes in. Like it is upon it's incumbent upon each person to educate themselves because we know there is a problem. Like, for example, if you know you're going to go hike in the bushes or if you're going to be living in the in the wilderness or wherever in the forest, you know, like you need to know what fruits are good and what fruits are poisonous. That's one. I agree. Okay, fine. That's one. So we're, that's willful ignorance where you choose not to educate yourself and you know you're supposed to. Fine. But mm-hmm. the other part of that is knowing, seeing the problem and choosing to ignore it. For example, you are white, your friend is black. You both stole something from a store. You both vandalized the place and you both got called to the police or you both got called into the principal's office. The black person got suspended. You got detention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The black person got arrested. You got a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. You were both pulled over like Chelsea did it. Chelsea um, did a Chelsea Handler. She did a thing on racism and mm-hmm. um, to examine her own right fragility and to re-examine some of the stuff that she went through as a kid. And she one of the guys, Tyshawn, I never forgot his name. Um, she said that they got pulled over multiple times and he always had weed and she was a big pothead, too. And they would arrest mm-hmm. him and say, hey, you get out of here. And she was just as involved because she had the weed on her. Yeah. And what I'm saying is that a lot of white people who claim like, oh, I have black friends. I'm not racist. I have black friends. Like they've seen this multiple times in different variations. So if you've seen that and seen that there is a problem and black people are being unfairly targeted or treated unfairly or treated differently, then your silence is just passive participation in that racism or your lack Mm -hmm. of seeking knowledge or learning more or seeing what you can do to speak out or whatever, whatever it is. I think that is, you're, you're definitely a part of the problem. That's what I mean. Because I'm saying like, you're you're saying that most people have not seen it. So they're completely unaware. And I'm saying, especially those that say I have a black friend, they, they are aware they've seen it. Yeah. I don't know about that. I, you don't like, know. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying I I disagree with you, but I don't know because you don't know. Some about people what? are really. 
I think some people are really dumb, Mark. <laughs> and like that willful ignorance is like first No, of but all, willful I mean, ignorance is one thing, like this is a whole other thing. Yeah, okay. Like not understand it's like I'm not understanding as well. I, I I don't know. I, I I hesitate to just put a blanket statement on everyone. Um, mm, not to say that they're not a part of the problem because they are. They, uh, if you contribute to it, then you are a part of the problem, even if it's unconscious. Like it's like saying, "Oh, I didn't know the blueberry was or this berry was poisonous, so I ate it." It's not my fault. Yes, it is. You ate it. <laughs> but I think what we're um, talking about here is something completely different, though, Steph. Like you've seen it. It's it's <sighs> it, it it entered your orbit. Because of Here's your thing. proximity to yeah. your quote-unquote black friend. Here's my thing. It's like, maybe you, like, some people don't, and I'm not saying, like, this, it is true, but, like, some people might not understand what's happening. Like, Is this the experience that you're having with your friends? I feel like it is, yes. They don't understand what exactly is even going on. Like, they don't, they don't, they see it happen, but it doesn't compute. So, like, you know how some people will, it's like trauma. Like, some people will go through a traumatic event Mm -hmm. and they'll completely block it out. Mm -hmm. Not even knowingly, right? And, like, after the event, they're like, oh, what happened? Like, you ask them about, like, what happened. They will not even know. Like, they'll be like, nothing happened. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, their brain just completely shuts it down. Mm -hmm. Right? I think that does happen to people with racism because it's like, they're used to it and their brain is like yeah this is like it's not even a thing nothing happened here it it doesn't raise any alarms mm. and i'm not that's that's super wrong and that that's like the massive part of the problem which is like mm-hmm. people don't even realize they're being racist and that's like why it's systemic but i mm. i hesitate to say that like oh like you're willfully being racist i think you're willfully being ignorant but maybe not willfully being racist. I don't know, bro. Because do you think that... Okay, so here's a, another way that we could examine it. Do you think that these people are unaware of their privilege? Like, do you think they're not aware that they're better yes. off being white? Yes, they are. You yes, think they, they don't know that they're they're better off because they're white? 100%. 100%. Steph, no, no, no. Wait. Com- okay. I See, I have to call bullshit I, no, no. with you. I got to call bullshit right there. Wait. No. Pause. Wait. I have one more follow-up question. Do you Go think ahead. they would trade lies with a black person? Absolutely not. Exactly. So that right there is like, it's better to be white. So that's the privilege. What are you talking about? Yes. No, 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 no. Wait. Wait. What? Listen. And I know this is going to get on your shit. And, and let me explain it. Okay. I asked multiple people uh-huh. in my friend group, uh-huh. do you think you benefit? I asked my parents this too. Do you think you benefit from being white in this country compared to being black? Uh-huh. I asked them, do you think your life would be easier or harder if you were black or the same? And they all said the same. Uh-huh. My parents said, oh, it's because, like, we had so much trouble because we were immigrants and, like, nobody helped immigrants and this and that. And, yeah, I mean, of course, there's discrimination to immigrants, too, because of the accent and stuff like that. And it's, again, it's, like, an unknown thing. But, like, absolutely not to the level of being black. But, I mean, <laughs> like, you, you, but you can't ask, like, something like that that's going to show 
Okay, you're... here's my problem with what you said, Mark. Would you, if I asked you, would you rather be white, would you say yes? It would be an easier life, but no. I can admit that it would be an easier life, and I would have a lot more advantages, and I would not have That's to fight thing. that hard. I don't, yeah, so my thing is, like, I don't think people are saying no because, people are saying no because, not because, um, they they think it'll be harder per se but i think it's because like you lose a lot of yourself if you well that races. well don't like, say no 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 okay so maybe we shouldn't say like would you want to be black maybe we should say do you think you have more advantages being white and then like yeah, it's just like hold I on said. okay hold on if you say to somebody do you think you have a shit kid because every parent says like, oh, my kid is following bad company. And I'm like, if every parent is saying their kid is following bad association, then who the fuck's kid is the bad association? Somebody's kid has to yeah. be rotten. But nobody will ever say they have a rotten kid. So you can't say, you can't ask, do you have a rotten kid? You have to ask very pointed questions. Does your kid lie? Does your kid steal? Does your kid cheat? Does your kid antagonize yeah. other kids? And then you say, you have a rotten kid. You've answered of yes course. to all of these questions. So you can't ask somebody, do you think you benefit from being white? Most people will say no because they don't want to admit to themselves their own privilege. So you have yeah. to like go down the line. Tell me, tell me what the questions are. Okay. Because this will help me for the next conversation okay. I have I... with someone. <laughs> okay. What, what should I ask okay. to get them to that point? When you come face to face with the cops, when you get pulled over, Oh, I already, I already said this, but yeah, I already have. This Are the cops lined up. antagonistic in terms of like, do they come with you like, you know, the gun thing like already open? And mm -hmm. do you feel afraid? Do you feel like this could be your last breath? Do you feel like you have to yeah. put your hands up, hands on the hood? Like I'm reaching for my glove. I'm reaching to my glove compartment for my license, this and that. Do you ever feel that? Do you ever feel like your name will disqualify you from a job? Like, do you yeah. ever feel like you're being watched or being followed when you enter a store? Do you do you actively and aggressively see people following you? Um, mm -hmm. Are there things that you might ask? Like, what is, like, your parents' social standing within society? Like, are your parents, like, facing any kind of, like, backlash just because of who they are? Like, do you look like everybody else in your group? Like... There's so many things that if you really sit and think about it, there's so many things that you can ask that if you ask of yeah. the two groups, it will be very different answers that will show the difference. Yeah. My question, my question that I always ask people was when you're stopped by the police, because I think it's relevant to what's going on right now, mm -hmm. which is like when you're stopped by the police or you have an interaction with the police or you see a police officer, do you ever for a second at all think mm -hmm. I might die today just yeah. right now yeah. because this police officer is around me? Do you ever feel that way? Yeah. And every time it's no. Yeah. And I say black people feel like that all the time. Yeah. And it's never enough. Like it's never enough for them to realize that and then be like, okay, so no, we don't benefit from it. It's like, and yes, you do. You not having that fear is means that you have an easier life. Okay. And right there is where I say you go past willful ignorance to the threshold of racist. Because you mm. know, and you know in your heart that you feel, you know that your lot in life is more privileged than a black person in terms of you don't have to deal with a lot of the bullshit. That right there, and then not wanting to name it what it is and, and, and just say what it is, 
that's that's it yeah that's what it is yeah and i mean of course it's it's kind of like having a fucking child molester for a dad you're not gonna want to walk and tell everybody but it's true so like you probably have some racist friends bro but of course you're not gonna say because it reflects badly upon you or we feel like it reflects badly upon us that's why like like harvey weinstein's wife you know like it's a shameful thing or or um julie chen when when um the whole thing came out about her husband you know it's almost like you're stuck in a hard place like you don't want to admit that because it makes you feel guilty too <laughs> you know it's like yeah. oh my god i'm dirty by association but it, it yeah. you have to call it what it is so we can get over this shit like that right there yeah little fucks are racist yeah i mean I it's agree. just it's just a different degree bro and like at a certain point you got to be like mm, i don't know man yeah my thing is like i have a problem with this with like because talking to white men is different because they have even more privilege like a white man has oh, the most yeah. privilege over anybody else for sure um, and my my thing is like talking to women about this and being like okay you don't see it here's my point of view what about you being a woman what how have you seen um yourself being prejudiced against right like or mm-hmm. what the fuck did discriminated i just say discriminated against <laughs> yes discriminated <laughs> against and i'm like so you see that imagine being black and being like 10 times that with everything in your life and then also being a black woman yeah like it's even worse at that point like what wh- i don't understand because you're being discriminated against and you're being um treated in similar ways um to to racism and stuff like that with you're being discriminated in jobs and salary in um in like respect and everything like that and it's not it's not nearly as bad and you already feel like you're being like you already feel like you have a disadvantage at that imagine being Mm -hmm. a black woman like that's even worse yeah yeah it's crazy so that's what i don't understand like talking to a woman about this and being like it happens to you how can you not recognize that in somebody else (laughs) if it happens to you like what are you talking about yeah <laughs> i mean it's like we all we all grew up with biases like you know our parents tell us like don't do this don't do that don't talk to these people don't talk to those people bro and my like, mom still crosses the street when she sees a gay person oh my god or a black person oh my god <laughs> oh my god it's so sad <laughs> it's so sad oh she's but then sick for, she's yeah sick, so. uh, yeah put that out there she's not she's like yeah. unwell she's not like know. mentally stable so it's yeah like, so i understand but know, like please it's also just because i don't like the people who raised her my grandmother is not racist and yeah. she she genuinely is not racist like i've talked to her about this before and like i've gotten yeah. into things and like she's like le- she legitimately did not raise her kids to be racist she was like because i i was dating a black girl for a while and i was really nervous to tell her about it because mm-hmm. i was like oh my god she's gonna be like this and that i was like she was super cool with it she yeah. didn't even care she's like oh my god like show me she's like she's so beautiful and she's so this and i'm like mm-hmm. oh that's dope like, yeah zero bias from her and i'm like how the fuck did it happen that my mom and my aunts are racist as fuck <laughs> yeah it's very strange <laughs> like, because like like I've... what happened <laughs> You know what's the funniest part about all of this? Like, you'll talk to these people who say, we're not racist, we're not this, we're not that. And I talk to my friend um, about this all the time. He's extremely wealthy, very, very privileged, mm-hmm. like, 
like yeah. wealthy like he like sailing is one of his extracurricular at school wealthy hot <laughs> like right right like i literally am about if to come if you sail if you sail <laughs> fence or play polo as an activity yeah. you you've made it <laughs> yeah yeah like he went to exeter and like yeah like yeah he, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you have a hobby of sailing, like <laughs> no, not pay. even a hobby, not even something that you pay for down by the yacht club. Like it was an extracurricular at your oh, school. Oh, like he had a sailing. Yes, team. like he oh, yes, yeah, yeah. and not even like Bro, rowing, fuck like you. sailing, <laughs> like that's next level. Yeah, rowing yeah, is yeah, like it's, you yeah. know. So, but yeah, so extreme <laughs> privilege, and he was just yeah. like, bro. A lot of my friends, they would never admit it that mm-hmm. yes they have white privilege yes they are um they have more advantages than than black people or different people of color but they'll tell you that their parents would forbid them from dating anyone outside of their own race or outside of their own class i've never i i don't feel that i'm happy i don't feel that for my dad that's very good or from anybody else in my family i don't I don't feel I've never been like, oh, or even with you, right? Like I work mm-hmm. with you all the time and like mm-hmm. you're, you're, and I never really had black friends or anything, like not many at least. They're not super close while I was growing up. So, but I never like, I wasn't even nervous about them meeting you or anything like that. And like mm-hmm. I was, I had no problem with that, which was like, I thought about that too. And I'm like, that's a really good thing to feel. Like I don't feel like there's going to be mm-hmm. any judgment for, mm-hmm. for anything, which mm-hmm. was good. So, so that was nice. Yeah, and mm. you know, it, it's it's very it's just an interesting space to navigate in terms mm-hmm. of just understanding these very complicated relationships yeah. and like Oh, what? I have a question for you real quick. Okay. I'm sorry. For me specifically? Yeah, your opinion. Okay. Grinder mm-hmm. is taking away the ethnicity thing, the ethnicity selector on their app. Are they? Yes. That's like part of their thing with the... Because they spoke out too. Okay. And I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's racist to to be attracted to a certain race? No. No. Okay. No. I like Spanish men so much. I think they're the perfect balance of like masculine, but they still want to do stuff. Like they love to dance. They're yeah. super sensual. Androgynous. Yeah. No, not androgynous. I don't want like <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I don't okay, want like okay, a guy okay. with like the safety pin in his ears and like nail polish and like wears a dress oh, well, occasionally. That mean it. No, hold on, hold on. No, that's emo, Mark. That's not androgynous. No, androgynous you can it means that you can go like both male and female. Like your soul, your, no, your, your androgynous features. means you look like yeah, you like your features. Pass. Like you can pass just, for either. It, it's no, neutral. I like it's men. Neutral. No, I like okay, okay. fucking right, men. I Mark like, likes men. Yes. Big men. If you're a big You know man, this. I cannot believe that you even like Mark. asked me that. What the fuck? <laughs> Marketcreator.org. Listen, come for me, bitches. Like, um, dudes, if no. you out there, okay, if fine. you nice and masculine yeah. and you about I know, that I life, holla at your boy. Okay, he's still talking. <laughs> I agree with you, by the way. I agree with you, by the way. I yeah. don't think it's racist to like a certain to have an affinity for a certain race yeah. unless it's fetishized yeah. fetishized yeah. like that's a problem but like if you're like more attracted to i'm not gonna lie i really like light skin girls yes say you like white I, girls 
I do like no no no. I do I'm no you're kidding. right. You're right. I, I do like white girls, but I especially like light skinned girls. Yes. Like I think light skinned girls are like the most attractive women ever. Yes. <laughs> or or like uh black and Asian girls. Yes. Hot as fuck. Yeah. That's my thing. Steph likes the Not fucking in my- Instagram eighteen year olds who they lose that body in two years by the time they hit twenty twenty one because they're like all skinny with the thigh gap with the long hair. No, no, that, the face. You know I don't like that, Mark. You know that's I don't his like that, shit. Though. So no, it's not. No, okay, he's fucking fucking around. I like athletic girls. That's mm-hmm. my thing. I like okay. me like someone who can who can. He go doesn't so like not someone athletic who's can break. be. Athletic can be like Jennifer Lawrence, and she's like she's nice and sturdy. You don't like that shit. Yeah. She doesn't have no, a thigh I gap. Love, what are you? T- no, no, I don't need a thigh gap. I love Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence's body. Don't talk to me. And if anybody know Alex, if anybody knows Alexandra Ship, she's I'm an actor. Her she's right the now. actor. Oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah. yeah the I remember act- that girl. You she's the actress from Upload in uh, Amazon thing. Yeah. I think she's like the most beautiful woman ever. <laughs> <laughs> And she's not like a super petite girl. Anyways, this is not about me. Right? <laughs> it's about my my tastes in women. Okay, don't antagonize me. Yeah, anyway. I don't want my girls to break in half if they jump down a set of stairs. He's like, he wants to <laughs> fuck you senseless, and you won't break. You won't no, tap out. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Don't tap right? out, ladies. I, like someone, someone who has nice, good bone density. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, my god, that's amazing. But listen. I want someone who can Yeah. So what I'm saying is I think it's wrong though what they're doing with Grinder. No, I'm, let me tell I'm you, saying. let me tell you about the gay community. And the gay all community right. is like a whole nother fucking set of shit because there's so much trauma associated with the mm-hmm. gay community. Tr- there's no gay person without trauma. And here is the trauma. And this is just like a very, very, very small portion of it. You first recognize that you're different than everybody else. And no child wants to be different. Every child wants to be same like their counterpart. They want to belong to the community. don't, don't Don't say nobody. Okay, fine. The overwhelming majority. There you go. There you go. You want to be the same like your friends. And then when you discover like a very young age, like, oh, my God, I like, I don't know what it is, but there's something very different about me. And then as you grow up you learn that the thing that you are feeling that is different about you is wrong and it's highly condemned by both the media, the society, your family. Like you hear like your family like making fun of like a gay person or like you see like two men or like holding hands on the TV and your dad might change a channel or whatever. So you get like very, very strong signaling that what you are feeling inside of you is wrong, right? There, trauma. Even yeah. if your family is like super accepting, still trauma. Why? Because you are dealing with this stuff inside of you that you're different yeah. than everybody else around you. And it makes you feel alien. It makes you feel outside of the group and an outcast and like mm-hmm. exposed because like as, also wait as homo sapiens, yeah, like God, we want to pe- feel a part of the group. So we're not on the outskirts. Now, all of those things combined from your childhood makes you feel super exposed like we don't get to like straight people get signaling as to like or at least they get taught how sex works like you see 
the the man on top of the woman and he's like plowing away and you're like oh that's how sex Whoa, goes no hold on who sees that just shut the fuck <laughs> up kids. every kid sees that on tv because every sex oh, okay, every okay, movie okay. now I, is very explicit i thought you meant like sex ed in school no <laughs> you see that like you that's it's all around you like the man yeah, is on yeah, top and yeah, he's yeah, plowing yeah. away at the girl and the girl is like making all these noises and you're like oh that's how it goes With, which is ridiculous which is ridiculous but then how gay people learn is literally a lot of the times it's like you you're feeling in the dark because you have no training you have no reference point you never seen yourself on tv and a lot of these like tv shows or whatever that are claiming to be progressive they're really not because like they say like they will show like explicit straight sex but then when it's time for the gay sex they just show like you know like the guys holding hands or like them kissing and then that's it you're like supposed to imagine what the sex was like the way you talk about it you're just like i'm i'm sorry i don't mean to take away from your point but you're just i like, want to see hardcore fucking no no Marsh just like when it's time for the gay sex <laughs> the yeah. way you said that was just so weird it's like no because it's like time for it it's like everybody has their tissue out and their dicks in their hands and then like nothing oh you see like them kissing oh and God. then like one person like pulling up their boxers afterwards and you're like <laughs> you so as a gay person like you never really learn so that oh brings me God. back to my point there's a lot of trauma there's a lot of self-hate there's a lot of abuse there's a lot of um just a lot of negative shit that's in the gay community and then because of that we're not as united as we should be there i feel like there's more racism in the gay community than anywhere else and you've seen like i'm i've been a part of like a, a couple of different like gay groups and stuff and i've spoken out about it you remember that time when i wrote that um post yes, I in do. the facebook yep. group so mm-hmm. in this facebook group they do this thing called topless tuesdays and we're like all the boys like they do like topless photos and you can have like the most average joe schmo white kid and he would get like 100 200 likes and then you'll have like the hottest of the hot black guy post his thing and he'll have like 50 and then i brought it up i was just like what the fuck is going on you guys are clearly racist and i couldn't believe that it got cleared because like the the moderators like they clear every post and i couldn't believe that Mm -hmm. it got cleared because i added i mean i wasn't like angry like i just was like showing highlighting like what's going on and then all the black people piped up and be like oh my god i've been seeing this for years this is how it's been in this group blah 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 and then the white people were like no you like what you like this and that whatever whatever and on grinder a lot of the times you'll see no blacks no whites no chinks no something another no curry and stuff like that like saying no not no blacks no whites no blacks no curry no no fats yeah, I was no fem. Say, what other races left? yeah <laughs> no fats <laughs> no femmes no this no that like they will people literally put that on their thing no fat no femme like yeah all this stuff and i think that comes from trauma so i think what grinder is trying to do is trying to limit that kind of abuse that black people mm. experience on the platform because but then there's like there's a lot of people also that are like oh my god like it's like just blacks like or like it'll be like i'm not into white people no you don't really find that a lot well, i see a lot of that Steph, be careful Hello? of outing yourself, okay? So just be, just I don't tread care. lightly. What do you mean? I'm good. <laughs> Whoa, wait. 
I'm good. I know what I'm saying. The fuck are you seeing on? Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna leave that alone. Um, no, it's okay. Anyways, all right, whatever. Get <laughs> listen. If you're gonna go there, just go all the way. Like, don't. All right, I don't. I've, just don't like, go to the I've, clitoris. I've, like, I've you gotta throw your mouth into I'm, it. Throw your mouth into it. Don't just like rub right, on the fine, surface. Fine, fine. fine. <laughs> I I was out there seeing what was going on with the trans community. Yes. So, um, you want to so, get? Like, do you want to just a, jump over this real quick, or do you want to actually like say? <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like this is this is not about me. This is okay. About cool, me. We can cool, talk cool, about cool, this another okay, time. Cool, 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 cool. I feel like you're very uncomfortable with this. No, I'm not <laughs> uncomfortable, but I just don't want you to like give away yourself just in case you want to like take it out or something. I don't know. What take it out? What? I don't know what's going. I just don't. Anyways, <laughs> okay. You you gotta relax. <laughs> I'll relax. I'll relax. But. But like, I don't know, bro. I agree with you. I think there's a lot of hate speech on on there too, and I think it's a lot to do with trauma. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of understand what Grinder's doing, but at the same time, it's like people are still gonna write that in their bios. Yeah. But as a company, there's nothing so. they can do. They can't throw those people out of the platform. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I think they're just trying to do the best that they can. Is what I think. You know. I think they can educate people. I think every company should educate people. You know like, what? Send out an email or something. They do a lot of education links. on the platform. Like they put, um, they put like I was gonna you know, say. where you can get testing. They put like different things. I think they they do that to a degree. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, continue with that. Like, throw up some stuff about racism and some like links on that, and then like with trauma and with other shit. So like, yeah. I, I don't know. Add to that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure because it's will. not gonna help. Yeah, it you know like even if you remove that thing, it's not gonna stop people from being racist. Yeah. <laughs> like, great, it looks good for the company, but it doesn't look. It still doesn't help anyone. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't now, know. I think companies. Yes. Oh, we so we're we're leading we're into about. the companies. Yeah. Go ahead. After one hour yeah. of talking about something. Yeah. Else. There we go. Yeah. We warmed up. We warmed up <laughs> yeah, to it. So now we're ready um, to work out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um with the companies like I think a lot of companies are saying some stuff but I think at the same time like great that you're saying like hey we support Black Lives Matter and this and that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time like hey do pull a Ben and Jerry's and like give some people some context. Yeah. Like work it in there. Also, did you know that Ben and Jerry's has actually been doing this, like supporting for the past mm-hmm. four years? Why do you think I'm always eating their ice cream? Because I'm a fat fuck? Don't answer that. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes it is. That's exactly why I think you eat their Do ice cream. not answer that. <laughs> uh, Mark, I'm pretty sure if I if I walked into your place at three in the morning, you would be hunched over your freezer just face. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm gonna call bullshit. I no, I really <laughs> don't. I've I've like dude are you yeah okay listen i know you need to keep up your image for social media and for keep whatnot. up my it's, it's image okay. you no, know what? i respect you i respect you for You're that okay All right. i'm done with you um but anyways i i think people like companies need to pull more of like whatever ben and jerry's is doing on that terms it's like get in there like you and know call speak it your what mind. it is like, tell them yeah call it what it is like great like cool disney like you support black lives matter that's so good for you 
and I'm happy that you donated to it, but like speak it out. Be like, yo, like we don't condone racism and like mm-hmm. here's the things that we put in place in our company to make sure we combat that. Mm-hmm. And like here are all the black like feature some black people. Like here are all the black people, not like black people that are like working in the park minimum wage jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean like black people who are like at the top, like in your leadership. Like here's our black uh CTO or our black CMO, like um here's our black vp like here are the things that we do here are the black directors that direct all the big marvel movies and disney movies and Mm -hmm. here are the movies that tackle racism and this and that in society um and like here's the track record from our past to show that it's not just like we're doing this now because it's in vogue like show you know talk about like the things you do and like don't just be like ah we're in support of black people yeah like great obviously like it's probably not good for your brand if your only market is fucking white supremacists (laughs) so obviously you're not out there telling people like ah we hate black people so show us like what are the action steps that you took to support this cause yeah you know yeah you can like you can look at it just from like like with disney they break a lot of young people every year and it's like you know what percentage are people of color you know that's a very good litmus test and this is why yeah. I'm saying, like, you can't ask somebody, are you racist? It's just like, let's look at your actions. Yeah, look at your track record. Mm-hmm. So, and and I agree with that. It's like, I feel like that would be a really good, I'm sorry for, I keep cutting, cutting you off, I'm sorry. I feel like that would be a really good case study to see how many, in terms of, like, actors, actresses, singers that Disney break every year in terms of young kids, yeah. how many of them yeah. are people of color. Yeah. I like how you just apologize for cutting me off, even though I cut you off all the time. It's all right. I'm better than you. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> I'm better than you. That's all. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> good burn. Good burn. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree. And it's like, and at the same time, it's like the, here's my thing with this though. I do have a little bit of a pet peeve where it's like, especially in media, mm-hmm. you could have done a lifetime of good, but if you do one bad thing or slip up one bad place, yeah, your whole life I goes don't away. Like that. I don't like Which that. is like, track record does not matter Yeah. in media. People will tear you apart just because they can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could have done all of the good your entire life yeah. and then one day you're in the middle of your prime you're like donating billions of dollars and doing the most and building communities and the next thing you know like one comment from when you were younger pops up from when you were a kid or something and you were like joking and it's out of and then it's like out of context and your whole life goes away and it's like all the good you've done doesn't matter and like your whole shit gets taken away and it's like what good does that do but i think like when you take a the cancel culture thing has been like slowly dissipating people have been realizing the foolishness in that strategy like for example god i hope so that like jimmy fallon got in trouble the other day or was it kimmel i never know i think it's kimmel no kimmel is it kimmel yeah okay um because he said he did blackface on snl yeah and um like they came for him <laughs> and which is right no 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 i agree with that you should you should like be like yo you fucked up here yeah. but like look at the track record like if the person's good and they yeah. do good like then let them stay yeah. but you think oprah's been good her whole life <laughs> but wait at what when was blackface okay <laughs> no, i understand okay, that on, it was on, in the on. 90s but when was this i'm not saying 
I'm not saying that it was <laughs> no, okay. No, I'm not defending him either. I'm not defending. I'm not going attacking yeah. him. I'm just saying like, you know, because I was saying like, I'm so happy that he is still, he, they didn't fire him and whatever because he's, he's a good guy, you know? He doesn't even like getting yeah. political. That's why his ratings were slipping because people wanted to know what was the fuck was going on from late night host. And like, yeah. he, he refused to do it. And then he had to because his numbers were going down like so fast. And yeah. so he's like a good guy and he's just, he's not too serious. He's not super smart. He just want to keep it light and fun. And it might but, have been Jimmy Fallon then. You see what I'm telling oh, you? I, I don't knew know. It was Fallon. I don't know, bro. Jimmy what Kimmel's the, the weird looking one. Jimmy Kimmel's the one that I don't like. Jimmy Fallon, I still don't really like that much because he's pretty Hold fake. on. I'm going to look it up. I'll look up <laughs> we don't Jimmy even Fallon. Know. I, I know the difference between them, but I don't know which one got in trouble. Jimmy Fallon got in trouble. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so he hosts. Uh, he hosts late night with yes, Jimmy Fallon. He does. No, the Tonight Show. Um, Tonight Show. Whatever. Fuck me. They're all the same um, names. Like oh, late night with Jimmy Kimmel. Yes, I love Jimmy okay. Kimmel. I love Jimmy Fallon I too. I like. I don't them like both. Jimmy Kimmel. I don't think Jimmy Kimmel's funny. Anyways, <laughs> you don't think he's funny? No, I think he. I don't know. He reminds me of my tenth grade teacher, my tenth grade history teacher, who was a racist fucking piece of shit. And I think I have like a bad association with. Call his name. His I'm kidding. Don't say his name. Anyway, so Jimmy <laughs> Fallon got in trouble, and he fucking um, he apologized and everything. And I'm so happy that he wasn't canceled. And right there, I was just like, oh my god, maybe the cancel culture is like kind of dissipating, or like big companies are realizing that you know doing this like big chop is probably not the answer all the time um i mean i think for some people you should get rid of them like that roseanne shit like that was a pattern of hers like fucking get rid of her and go on disney and all their subsidiary companies that went into that and bob Iger for heading that task force that got rid of her but but again like track record track record exactly but with jimmy fallon i'm thinking now to myself when was blackface okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. that has always been a big problem. And who who greenlit that? Like, fucking, uh, what's the guy over at Lauren Michaels? Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, get your house in order. Like, how did this yeah. get get approved? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm I don't agree with that, and and I don't think it was ever okay. But I, he did apologize, and like, generally, he's not a bad guy. Yeah, so yeah, he's not a bad guy at all. But but I, that's the thing. Like I don't know this. But companies just. I wish companies did a little bit more rather than just say like, oh, we support Black Lives Matter. Like we know you support Black Lives Matter because if you didn't, then you'd be racist and then you'd lose most of your audience. Huh. Or maybe not. Look at Trump. He doesn't want to come out and condemn the shit because most of his people are those people. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, yeah. No, no, no. Certain brands, yeah. There are there. Okay, there are brands that like racist, like back. You know, um, I don't know if I want to call anybody out. Call the brands. You can say the brands. Say um, allegedly. I, I say like, allegedly. You have to say yeah, allegedly. I'm gonna Everything say is allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, allegedly. Because I'm not gonna say dead. Because then we can get sued for def- defamation. Defamation. Um, but if you say allegedly they can't sue you, isn't that how it goes? We need a lawyer. Can we get a lawyer? I don't know. I don't know. Call a lawyer. Call, call, call a lawyer. lawyer. Call lawyer. <laughs> I'll call Kim. Um, Let me call Kim Kardashian. She's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, allegedly, or no? Here's my opinion. And oh these, shit. These, 
<laughs> these statements these statements are not rooted in any fact or any sort of n- anything it's all this alleged strictly strictly an opinion and has no information backing it whatsoever okay um so bass pro shop probably probably cabela's oh yeah pro- allegedly yeah, probably I, I could alleged. see that. I, allegedly, allegedly, alle- probably, everything that we're about to yeah. say is alleged. Yeah, probably Smith and Wesson. Oh allegedly, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Probably allegedly a lot of other probably allegedly companies that are probably allegedly making guns and or probably allegedly making um, you know, things for the hunting and yeah. that sort of market. Yeah, allegedly, um, allegedly, allegedly. Then, yes. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> cover our asses <laughs> none of the things said in this podcast is factual by any means yeah <laughs> um and then at the same time like a lot of other companies around and similar to that um similar to those like in those similar veins you know um you know <laughs> yeah who allegedly. else like what other companies are probably big like that you know allegedly probably some beer companies maybe that i'm not going to name because i have no mm-hmm. idea um <laughs> probably <clears throat> miller light <clears throat> allegedly, um, allegedly 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 <laughs> probably maybe i don't know it's not fact <laughs> yeah and then um other things like that you know shit around that like they're probably racist and they probably agree with what's with the racism yeah i mean so in terms of like companies, I think it is very, very important. Even Radiate, bro. So for those of you who don't know, Radiate is this app for ravers. Like it tells you, it it builds a community. It's basically a social media for ravers. So it tells you like all the upcoming festivals. It tells you when they are, what DJs are going to be playing. And you have different groups within the platform. And people yeah. were posting about like Black Lives Matter. Now, everybody knows that in the EDM community, it's like mainly white. Um, so like when the black people were like posting or the people of color or other white people or allies were posting about the whole thing, they were like, this is not the place for it. Like other users were saying this is not the place for it, this and that. And Radiate came out with a very lengthy statement and they're like, this is the place for it. And they put it in all caps. This is the place for it. We do stand with black lives matter and black lives do matter. Like all in all caps, like they were very firm and they're mm-hmm. like, the rave community is a place for inclusion. Our motto is peace, peace, love, unity, and respect, plur. And this is a part of it because a lot of our brothers and sisters are not being respected and there's no peace for them and they're shown less than love and it's not, we have to unite. So um, they were like, if, so they put themselves at risk to lose a lot of users because there are tons of fucking racist ass people in the rave community. Not tons, but there are some. And this is a very mm-hmm. good litmus test for a company to say, put themselves at risk to say, no, our platform is for this. This is exactly what this is for and speak up and don't try to quiet yeah. them down and whatever. So I just feel like a lot of company. Now, here's my question to you, Steph. Mm-hmm. Or this is something that I would love for us to get into, even though we're like an hour and 20 minutes in. Yeah, I mean, it's is it, This is the marathon, the marathon one. Oh, my God. Is it okay to say a company should speak up? Because I don't think that's right. Because entrepreneurship is so hard and building a business is so 
fucking difficult and you just don't want to do anything to jeopardize that like it, it's so hard so like to turn to somebody and say you must speak out it's just like yeah i mean it's the same thing with being like this is what you have to do with your money and like yeah i mean no i don't have to do anything with my money i i made it fuck yeah. you and but then what so about no, the I... ethics of it you know, like we all have to contribute to the society. It's kind of like, you know, you can do like Amazon and not pay any federal taxes, but we all benefit from what the money goes to, like the roads and the workers and the garbage people and the this and the doctors. Like all these are civil servants that are paid for by tax dollars. And if we're all using yeah. what the money's going towards, we have to all contribute. So yeah. I feel like we all benefit from a more unified society. So I don't know. I think there's there's lines, there's limits to it. Yeah. You know, they're like we have to follow certain rules with that, which is like I don't know, Amazon. I don't know how I feel about you. Like you do some fucked up shit, but like mm-hmm. also I understand like where you come from. Like yes, you have like the reason Amazon is so successful and they're so good and their prices are so low and you can Uh do this two day shipping is because of their preciseness and they're like, they're so good at being at like doing scale, you know? So Mm -hmm. if you do raise the prices, right. Of, or if you do raise the salaries of these people in your factories or in your warehouses, then it causes a problem because then amazon can't be the cheapest and then other companies can beat them out right Mm -hmm. at the same time if it's violating human rights Mm -hmm. then you should not be doing that so there has to be like an in-between like my thing is like especially with let's say they're warehouse workers and their safety there wait what are we talking i thought we were talking about paying tax and like doing your part as a company like we're going into yeah 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 that's this is i'm getting at it um which is like you can do whatever you want but you need to comply to certain rules right like Mm -hmm. you need to make sure your standards are good for the people you're serving and then good for the community and everything what humane you want to make yeah, sure human, your standards exactly, are human. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and like if your company stands for violence and for stuff like that, then it's not good. That's not correct. So it's hard to be like, ah, like make a statement, say this, say that. But if you feel like if your company makes a political statement and then you think that you're going to lose a lot of your customer base, you need to evaluate your company and be like, what, who am I serving? Yeah. You know, like, who am I serving that would be outraged by me stating that I think that people's lives are important? Mm-hmm. Why? And look at yourself and look at your company. It's like, why is my company, why is my primary customer in this company these people? Mm. And how do I feel about serving these people and giving, taking, like, ha- getting my business from people who do not support human rights? Mm-hmm. or providing services for people who do not support basic human rights to all people mm. so yeah i don't think you have to force a company but if you're if you think that like making a statement will hurt your company then that's something you need to look into mm. right yeah 
that is, i agree with that yeah i agree with that yeah even like at nike's level like i'm gonna say nike because they're one of the biggest right like they're massive so mm-hmm. nike serves everyone every racist wear nike good people wear nike everybody wears nike yeah right i don't think them making a statement will have any impact on their sales because even though racist people are buying Nikes and that's probably some of their like um some of their target audience mm-hmm. you need to buy Nike like come on like <laughs> what are you going to get Adidas and even if oh you do buy God. Adidas like they made new a balance. statement too <laughs> New Balance yeah what are you going to wear New Balance shoes <laughs> I wonder if New Balance made a statement So and I'm sure they did too probably so it's like you need shoes and like you're not going to leave Nike just because they made that statement. And then, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter for them. So, I don't know. This isn't risk versus reward for me. Yeah. yeah and it shouldn't be for definitely. companies either. This is this is not a... This is not an issue where it's like you have to calculate profits versus loss. This is basic human rights. And if you can't stand up for that, and if your company doesn't stand up for that, and you feel like you're going to lose a customer base because you're standing up for basic human rights, mm-hmm. um, maybe check yourself and your company. Mm. All right. Well, there we have it. <laughs> and New Balance did make a statement, multiple statements. Yeah. So there we go. That's good. I'm sorry for ripping on New Balance. I've actually worn, I actually have a pair of New Balances, or used to have them before they ripped up. Yeah. They're, you know. They're, they're fine. They're in the they're in the top one hundred of shoe brands. Exactly. They're doing great for themselves. Yeah. They're doing great. Allegedly. No, 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 no. They are <laughs> doing great for themselves. Like yeah. New Balance is a multi billion dollar company. Like they'll exactly. be fine. They'll be fine. They'll, they'll be, fine. be very fine. I'm definitely not worried about New Balance. Great. I think we should end this episode. Yeah. This has been good. I'm so I think we got a lot from yeah. this and I think um this is good. Great. This has been another episode of Giggle and Grind, I guess. Wow, I've never finished off this podcast like that. I don't even know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say what I typically say. Yeah, I'm just going to end it how I usually end it, which is like very abruptly. And then Mark tells you he loves you. Or am I telling you I love you? Who am I saying I love you to? Okay. I don't know. I think the world needs love. Just give it to the world. Fine. I'll I'll give it to the world. Mm -hmm. You going to do that? Yep. So you're done? You're not going to wrap it up? You're not going (laughs) to close it out? (laughs) Nope. All right. Great. Every everybody got their message like you know like if you if you still disagree with me you don't need me to wrap it up if you agree with me you don't need me to wrap it up like i either changed your mind or i didn't or i reinforced what you thought so you know what to do from here on out (laughs) you know what's right you know what's wrong (laughs) i love you bye so i'm hitting stop